Hey guys, welcome back to the Star Milana podcast. This is season four, episode 10, and we want to say fuck men um, on this happy Monday. Uh, no, not all men, some men, you know, just received some devastating news from a friend, and unfortunately, like, guys really, like, can be ain't shit. Like, really just the epitome of ain't shit during Valentine's week. Like, how, like, actually... I'm going to get to that in the last segment because I was thinking about something and I, I, I jotted it down. I really think that the ain't shitness comes out during Valentine's week. I was just going to say, like, we should, like, clarify that statement. I'm like, boys ain't shit. Thank like, if you're, you. like, yes. a grown-ass man, then you're not, like, mm. causing these types of problems. You but... better preach, sister. <laughs> I don't know. They all cause problems. But I guess there's levels to the problems. Okay. Well, welcome. If you're new here, the person you hear in the... Back on the second mic is my friend and co-producer, Lena. That's if you are listening on the podcast app. If you're watching on YouTube, you just see me, but you see her little face somewhere in the corner, um, and she's in the background. So Hi. welcome, Lene. Happy Valentine's Day. It's week. Happy Valentine's week. Same thing. Yeah. When, whenever they're listening to this, that's, yeah, that's true. what I want them to feel and yeah. remember. Yeah, welcome. Um, again, and if you're new here, there's three segments. The first one is called BTS, where we recap my past week. The second one is called Talkworthy, where we pick a few things going on in the media and try to offer a new or different perspective. And the third segment is called Dropping Gems, where we pick a topic of the week and we drop a few gems. Let's get straight to BTS. Lena, did you know we were in retrograde? I did know because I went to... Um the moon and leo sound bath healing and uh-huh. like she like was talking about how like we're going into retrograde and just how it was actually interesting she's like a healer um mm-hmm. and i've never been to a sound bath ceremony but i honestly loved it it was amazing and it, I, I fell asleep at the end but like it was an hour so i was awake for like 90 yeah. percent of it and then by the end she did asleep. the bowls but like there was i didn't realize when in a sound bath healing there's so many other sounds so like she had triangles that yeah. she was like hitting like i didn't know that i just thought it was the bowls the whole time oh, okay yeah so i really liked it um her name's ashley banks life and like she has like a healing room and mm-hmm. she does like services there and she sells like um stones and like sage and um like uh, sprays that she makes with things in them for like different types of like um, cleansing energies and stuff. So she was just talking about the importance of knowing what's going on in the universe. So Uh you're like, like in alignment in the sense that like, you know why things are happening Happening and you're like in tune in tune. Exactly. So I love her. I follow her. I keep up with her. Like I'm going to go to like her like events. It was like for like people, like it wasn't, big Mm -hmm. at all and she did it on zoom and i was like i want milana to come to the next one because it was really nice and like i want to do like a service with her like she has like a bunch of things and her like healing room was like so nice Mm -hmm. it was like she also like some types of massages and stuff but she was saying like we're in retrograde like you need to like kind of like this is what to expect yeah so like my idea of retrograde has always been like okay we know like we see online or you see a post and someone's like oh great here like mercury's in retrograde retrograde again and you think to yourself great like shit's just gonna be fucked up but you don't really know why or what's gonna be fucked up so this time around i have i kept getting like in in the span of maybe two or three days i got texts from exes or guys i used to talk to four of them in the span of two to three days and i'm like what the fuck is going on right so i tweet i was like why are all of my exes coming out of the woodworks all of a sudden and somebody responded and said mercury's in retrograde and i'm like does that have anything to do with yeah, it? Yeah, like it has so to do I with Googled, technology. Yeah, like, exactly. But it depends. So I Googled it. Does. I was like, Mercury in retrograde, like 
like January, February 2021. 2021 yeah. And it was saying that like in this particular retrograde, the mer- the planet Mercury. So first of all, when Mercury is in retrograde, mer- retrograde again, I do this again. <laughs> Mercury is the planet of communication. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when it's in retrograde, it means that there's going to be a lack of communication. And this happens, what, several times a year. Yeah. And that means like you... Like, not a necessarily lack of communication, there's going to be a lot of miscommunication. Whether it's, like, in person, people aren't understanding each other. Whether it's, like, technology, things don't get through. Like, the emails, mm-hmm. the things aren't working. So, that's, like, the concept, I think, in general, of retrograde. This specific one um, involved hearing from people, especially exes that you hadn't heard from. Like, I read an article and it said that. Yeah, I'm like, people oh, from your past. shit. Yeah, I'm like, no wonder. I was um, actually just talking to, like, a female friend that I was, like, hadn't talked to in, like, two to three two to three years mm-hmm. and so it like it comes and if you're not like in tune then you don't know like why it's happening yeah and you're not, like you it can go both ways it can be like oh this is good this is supposed to happen or it can be something where like let me evaluate if this is like good, good that this person yeah. is coming yeah. back or like i'm reconnecting with this person yeah bless you thank you um teddy the baby sneeze <laughs> i'm just trying to go through the motions like i'm trying not to take anything too seriously i'm trying not to get offended i'm trying to be open when people reach out because like now i'm aware of like okay I'm in retrograde like I know what's going on and why this is happening instead of being like what the fuck is going on you know so anyway that I thought was like really interesting also I've been having so much deja vu it has been like once or twice a week wow constant that is like more than I've ever experienced in my life yeah I've experienced it like maybe three to five times like in my life really oh no I I experience it so much I feel like is it connected to dreaming in somehow I don't know because I don't when you know I don't dream I know yeah at all you should check get that checked out (laughs) (laughs) you should I mean is it wrong not to dream you should go get that checked out I have no idea I don't know. My sister has like a sleep doctor. I can ask him. Why don't you, yeah, holler at him. I'm going to ask her to ask him, is it like bad if someone doesn't dream at all? Like, what does that mean? But then they're going to say to you. Or they're going to say, I don't don't remember remember your your dreams. dreams. But you're telling me you don't dream. Yeah. So I could be be saying it wrong. I could be saying I never remember my dreams. This is so interesting. Okay. Well, I don't know if it's connected, but I get deja vu very often. Like I get it like once a month at least. Oh no. That's yeah. I have been getting it twice a week. And I'm like, what is going on? Like, is this like, I don't know. You know, like I'm like spiritual. Like, is this some sort of confirmation that I'm on the right path? Like I am seeing moments that I already have either experienced or I thought I was going to experience. Maybe, yeah. I was laying down getting a facial by my girl Cassie. Shout out to Vivacetics. And I was telling her, I haven't really told, I think she's the first or second person I told about like this nonprofit that I want to start mm-hmm. eventually, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm telling her about this nonprofit. And as I'm telling her, I'm like, I already told you this before. I'm like, this is deja vu. Oh. The same moment is happening again. Oh, like while you were getting a while, facial. <laughs> yes, while I was getting facial, while I was telling her about mm-hmm. that. And I was like, oh my God. Like, and this is just crazy. So I don't know. That's been weird. I don't know what deja vu means. I don't know either. I have no idea. I have to look it up. Yeah. Um. So guys, I did my podcast and I had like a little segment. Well, the whole Dropping Gems segment was, wait, was the Dropping Gems about paying it forward? No, no I had, it, no. I talked about paying it forward last week. And I think like, People really took it to heart. Like, I first of all got so many DMs, but now people are like doing it. Like, people are paying it forward to one another or to me, which is so nice. <laughs> but they're paying it forward and then they're like telling me about it. And it's so nice. Like, this is why I love doing this podcast because I think like there's moments like that where it opens up someone's mind and they're like oh that's a good idea like let me do that so yeah I want to encourage people to continue to um, pay it forward I actually donated to um 
like there was this, uh, there's, I don't know if you guys saw on social media, but like they have these houses for the homeless in the Valley and each house is like $3,000. My friend Jaron was like, if 150 people give me 20 bucks, then we can like sponsor a house. So I sent her money, sponsored a house. The next morning I woke up and then one of my friends like sent me money for coffee and I was like, oh, this is so crazy. Like it yeah, just happens. The, they're like, they're called tiny houses, but it's like the first of its kind in LA, like the first... Um, project like, like that, that yeah. and so hopefully they'll be able to do like more of that because I mean yeah. in the city of Los Angeles we have a really big like homeless, homeless yeah. problem so it's but it's but you know what there's not enough room to do that like the valley's a perfect place yeah it is the valley because is there's, a perfect there is place. room in places like I wonder like like by the freeways like actually like when you're driving yeah. by you see a lot of like empty land like yeah. I can I understand there's empty land yeah. near my house yeah exactly yeah like yeah. in suburb like suburban so, yeah, exactly. areas so like if they were to like obviously like do it in those areas and then try to like relocate the people who like kind of do like a relocation program but if they like a high a densely populated um populated yeah. like homeless area and then say like we have like, housing for you housing for yeah. you over here in this area yeah that's yeah. an interesting thought um also the super bowl is this sunday but well yesterday but i'm pre-recording it so i haven't watched it yet so i'll talk about it next week i know it's gonna be late but yeah, I'm excited for the Super Bowl. I don't really give a shit about either of the teams, I gotta say. Um, I'm really just here for the weekend's performance. Like, you guys know he's my favorite artist, so I can't wait. And I think, I don't know if he's gonna have anyone featuring. I haven't, they haven't announced it. I, I think it's just I him. Think Jasmine Sullivan and this other, like, white Other people singer. are performing, but I don't yeah, know if it's, like, during She's singing the parts. national anthem yeah. with someone else, but I don't know his name, but I really like her, and she has a beautiful voice. So yeah, she just, does. So that's she's exciting. she's, like, severely underrated, but. I mean, yeah. Yeah, she's been out for a minute. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, she doesn't come out with music. Yeah, frequently enough for it to kind of like pick up. Yeah. traction. Yeah, mm-hmm. I haven't caught up on all my Real Housewives, so I'll save that for next week. The Bachelor. Now, Lena, you haven't been watching, right? I'm gonna ask. No, you no, I don't. I don't. I can't up. watch okay. it. It's like well. Um, Okay, basically, it started off with him, like, lecturing the girls about, like, bullying, and he was like... Stop it. Yes, I can't he, listen well, to this. Well, they were. They were. They they basically started a rumor about one of the girls being an escort, and now it's on national television. She wasn't an escort. Oh, and then, my God. And then they, like, um were, like, bullying the new girls, you know, like, in their own way, whatever. So he got mad. So he started off with a lecture. Good for him. Then he started eliminating the bullies. Like, not even during the rose <laughs> ceremony. He just sent one straight home before the rose ceremony. Then he sent Victoria home. Oh, the... The girl she's, from yeah, LA? Yes. Okay. Yeah, she's, she went home and she was so pissed. She didn't even hug him goodbye. She was like, I feel sorry for you. And like left. She's like, the worst. A disaster. Um, he sent Anna home and I think he's about to send N- MJ home. But finally, my girl Rachel got her one-on-one date. You know, I've been talking about mm-hmm. this for like five weeks. I love her. She's so fucking cute. She got the shopping date. So I guess they do this every oh, every cute. year. I mean, every like um, bachelor, I don't know. Season. Season. Um, basically someone goes shopping and like they try on a bunch of clothes with him and then they like get all, get to keep all the clothes. So like she got that date. date. Yeah. Everybody (laughs) watched that date. So she got that date. They, they were like so cute together. Then he gave her like a pair of lubes. Obviously like the show gave it to her, but like, it's like from him. And she was like, Oh my God, like this is so crazy. My most expensive pair of shoes that I own are like $40. And like, it made me so fucking happy. She's just the cutest thing ever. Like a lot of people wouldn't admit that on TV, you know? I I would. I don't have those shoes. I don't think they... Not those shoes, but just like saying the most expensive pair of shoes I own is $40. $40. Like it's just so... Like I just love her. I just think she's so cute. Yeah, she's just like herself yeah she's like down to earth. Exactly. And he's just like... Wait, but doesn't she get all the stuff that she tried on too? So but what's the difference with the shoes? They were like the most expensive pairs of sh- pair of shoes that she tried on. Oh, oh he like okay. gave her that those like as this is a gift 
from me. Like everything else was like clothes and stuff. It's not like this is an expensive ass pair of shoes, you know. Mm, like the other the clothes shoes, weren't like yeah. yeah, no, they were nice, but they weren't like a pair of loose. I it's see. like you know. So anyway, so she got the date. He told her that he was like basically falling in love with her they said it to each other and i'm just like oh wow oh, this wow. is like really serious um so yeah we'll see what happens with that i'm excited for a new episode and i watched a new show and lena you need to watch it like i, I oh. finished it i told you about it Grand. yeah yeah you, okay yeah. so i watched grand army shout out to um my friend chris for putting me on it honestly i'm fucking obsessed with the show and i can't believe like i binged it and there's like no season two i kind of feel Similar to, like, a few of my favorite shows that I watched where, like, I wish I hadn't watched it so I can watch it again. Like, it was just so good. Um, mm, maybe I'll watch it tonight. You should. I have spoilers. I'm sorry. It's okay. Okay. Not just you. I'm sorry to anyone listening who hasn't watched it. Then spoilers. don't do it. If you haven't listened, if you haven't watched it and you, and you really care about spoilers, like, I don't care about spoilers, fast forward. If you don't care, just, like, listen. Basically, um, it's a high school drama, and according to, I guess, Wikipedia, about five students at the largest public high school in Brooklyn and they take on the chaotic world as they fight to succeed, survive, break free, and seize the future. So it's a super diverse cast, like super diverse, which is the first thing that like caught my attention. I love that. Um, and it's kind of like a grungy show. Like they don't glorify high school. It's very similar to like Euphoria. Um, I think it's a little better than Euphoria. And it's also, it gives me like Degrassi vibes, but Degrassi was like a little more PG compared to this. Um, so that's kind of like the idea. Everyone kind of has their own story. There's like five different stories going on at the same time, which I love. Now, one of the biggest things that I'm going to talk about, a lot happened in the show, but like the main, I would say the main of the five storylines is this um, rape that happens uh, to this young girl. And again, spoilers, I'm sorry. So the way that they portrayed the rape was really interesting because it's different than any time I've ever seen rape being portrayed on television. They gave you three different perspectives of the rape, like one of the girl who was being raped, the other one of um, the rapist, and the third perspective was by, from a bystander. Um, and I have to say, like, it was really hard to watch but I think that the way it was depicted was pretty accurate like the way that someone can experience rape you know we, we know rape as like sometimes we imagine like someone is screaming someone is saying no someone is fighting back but then there's the other side of it where people just get so like they go into a state of shock that they just kind of like freeze and that's kind of what happened in um this scene and another another interesting thing that I think of is it reminds us that rape isn't always by like a random stranger in the alley or it's not by like oh a drunk college guys it's could be people you know like family and friends and that is what was like so crazy and um so true in this show um but yeah I loved it there's just so much to talk about but that was one of the the most important like plots of the show I guess yeah people storylines people don't know like the percentage of when someone is raped it's a higher percentage that it's someone, someone close to you mm -hmm. like yeah, yeah someone you know someone close yeah. to you so that's like a really big misconception and like I think people need to know that like I don't know when you're raising kids like to be aware yes. of everyone around, around you not yeah. just because you know someone you think that your like child is safe with them mm -hmm. um yeah I think that's important and it's not only like for children and then to also teach that to your children so they know when yes. they get older because it that's can true. happen at any age it can happen at any age that's yeah. true um that's all I really have for BTS. Hopefully, this is the last week my hair looks like this. Um, hopefully, by next week, I'll have my new hair extensions in my head. But who knows? Just waiting for my girl Nina to come back. So, fingers crossed. Okay, so that's all. Talkworthy. Um, I don't really have much to say about this, but I saw that Lamar Odom and Aaron Carter are going to 
box they're, they're entering a boxing match together like a celebrity boxing mm-hmm. match and i think it's like first of all who the fuck is allowing this like he's 10 inches taller than him he's gonna he's gonna fuck him up i mean isn't i get it's for entertainment but yeah, let's make it a say, fair like, fight like this is gonna be like a, a fucking yeah, ass but i hope he doesn't like like go too hard it's like it's supposed he's to be 10 some- inches taller than him imagine me trying to punch you in the face when i have to go this way yeah i mean lamar is gonna be able to punch yeah, down on him yeah Aaron's yeah. gonna be like, by the time you look up and try to punch somebody their fist is already in your I don't face know. people are getting so bored with they're like making these celebrity boxing so matches. this i think is like another version of like dancing with the stars they're trying to make it happen i know but this is dangerous 100 percent. like this is too much i'm sure they're gonna have like the little Honestly, helmet i don't know i'm a little bit like I it's entertaining people no, I would, like I to would see rather fight. see but this is also unfair and also dangerous so like what I'm saying it doesn't make sense but like I'd rather see like Floyd Mayweather like fight 50 cent like something like they were talking about that fight and Floyd was like oh like I have other celebrities to fight before you but like I mean, I'll but fight like, you yeah but he's a boxer like I want to see like celebrities that like we loved growing up or like people we followed like that makes sense it's like it's that's what it is it's that's what that's what the concept of the show. I don't want to watch a professional beat his ass. Like, yeah. I mean, actually, I do want to watch someone beat his ass. No, I actually really don't like boxing or M- or any of the fighting shit. Yeah, like I MMA. Can't watch it. I can't. I don't know. We're, I guess we'll see how this goes. I don't know. If it goes, weird. he's ten inches taller than. Him. Are we getting this desperate? This is like C-list celebrities at this well, point. Well, I'm saying no? like he, he's a little bit desperate for like agreeing to this. Like, yeah, Lamar Odom. I'm like, I love you, bro. Like, you need to be better. Like, yeah, no, I'm, he's still he's been struggling. Yeah. Um. The next thing I want to talk about is the Golden Globes. So they're gonna take place on February 28th, and it's hosted by Tina Fey and Amy Poehler, and it's virtually hosted from New York and Beverly Hills. I guess one host is gonna be there, and one host is gonna be here. Um. The nominations were really strange to me, and I watched a lot of TV last year, and um, I think all of us did in 2020, like it's, it was fucking quarantine, but there were so many random like shows and movies that were nominated that really just like surprised me. I have never heard of them, for example, but oh, by the way, this is why we, we talk about like award shows being like out of touch. Emily in Paris was nominated for a Golden Globe, and like honestly, that's all I needed to know to know that the Golden Globes is complete bogus, because... I've seen Emily in Paris. I like Emily in Paris. Is it Golden Globe nominee worthy? Absolutely not. It is a fucking joke. It's like The Hills to me. Like, it's literally, and it's not a reality show. It's scripted, but it's like, the acting wasn't that great. It's not like the storyline was anything, like, new, refreshing, or great. And, um, yeah, there was just, like, nothing spectacular about it. It wasn't thought-provoking. I don't understand how the show got yeah, nominated. Yeah, I- I saw that Bridgerton didn't get any nominations. Well, it, it didn't make the cut. I read that it. they said that it wasn't because of the timing of the show. Are you sure? I'm not 100% sure. I think sure. they capped before December or some point in December. They capped no, the nominations. I don't know. So I just looked it up and it said that Bridgerton was eligible. Um, so they were like snubbed or completely shut out and like, Netflix's other shows like Queen's Gambit, The Crown, and Ozark secured nominations. And also, I didn't know Emily in Paris was like um, a Netflix show. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It they they yeah, say that not an award winning show. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I've heard like people. I mean, it was just like it's a white show. I mean, I don't know what else to say about it. What does that mean? <laughs> like it, when they say like the Golden Globes, not like they nominate shows like that. And oh, I mean, yeah, white, they're, like, they're just out of, out of touch. They have no anything. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a little bit more than being out of touch. I think it's just, like, 
it's out of touch is just not knowing that this show people, it was very obvious that people loved Bridgerton. The only thing that they write in here is that like, um, the submissions were due on like January 12th. Um, so it wasn't a lot of like turnaround time for them to see the like reaction to the show, Mm. um, from like fans, but like it did have such a big like impact and reaction, like right when it came out. So it's a little bit weird, but it came out around Christmas. Yeah, and they had to. And you su- have to think about like I'm just yeah, I'm thinking January like holi- they might have not even submitted. By the way, there's people who no, haven't they been nominated. Wrote that in the articles, huh? They would have wrote that. But people don't know if someone was submitted. Like there was one year for Grammys, it was like someone got snubbed, whatever, and no one knew. It came out later that their people never submitted their stuff. Oh. So sometimes people just don't submit. I don't know, but yeah, yeah, it could be either. It could be the review because if you think about it, it's like holidays, and. They only had like really from the fourth to the twelfth. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I it don't know. Still really good. You guys should watch it. It got nominated for the SAG Awards though. And so. I think the the I don't know his name. The male actor was nominated for SAG. Oh, it was for SAG. Yeah. Okay. It wasn't for this. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, so I don't know. I mean, I'm gonna watch it because there's nothing else to do. But like, am I like really supporting? Maybe I'll just watch the highlights. I don't know. I don't. I don't really like the Golden Globes. I don't really care for They're them. I just usually watch the highlights. No. Like the There's Grammys. no performances or anything. Yeah, it's just yeah. yeah. No. Anyway, um, what else? Okay, the next story. So, there's been a lot of talk about this girl named Madison and A Rod, and a lot of you guys are probably confused because I'm sure most people listening to this don't watch Southern Charm. I'm not confused because I do watch Southern Charm because I'm the reality show queen. Um, with that being said, Madison is um a young woman on this reality show and. Um, there are actually, this was on reunion part one. I was watching her ex and another guy that are also on the show. Like they're her co-stars were going at it with her and they called her trash. And they said, that's why you're talking to, or you're dating or you're seeing or whatever it is, an ex married MLB player. Now I'm watching this reunion thinking to myself, like, who are they talking about? But then again, I'm like, I don't know a lot of like baseball players. So I don't even know why I'm trying to figure this out. I left it alone. The next thing I know Another woman from the show ends up doing a podcast and spilling the beans on this podcast when they ask who was the married um, ex-MLB uh, player. And she goes, oh, it was um, A-Rod. A-Rod like J-Lo's fiance, okay? So the shit comes out, obviously, and the blogs pick it up immediately. Um, and Madison put out a statement, and she said that we never met up. We spoke on the phone and exchanged texts. That's actually what she said on the reunion. When, the st- when everything came out, she goes, he's never physically cheated on his fiance. Physically cheated on his fiance never physically cheated that's all she said okay um we're not talking about emotional cheating I guess I don't know and then um his people came out and said um that he doesn't that he has never met her I don't know how to take that I don't know what to say about that but um yeah and she also told page six that they never met up that's all she kept saying is we've never been physical nothing like that so there was conversation, conversation. <laughs> there were conversations exchanged, but I guess they never met up. So I don't know. I don't know how to take this. I just feel like, like I, it, it seems like J Lo like can't really catch a break with these men. I don't know. I mean, like we don't know what happened. We or don't when know he what did. happened. But I it's think like, he addressed what he needed to address. He didn't address anything yeah, beyond beyond that. that. He so all he, just he wanted left to us come thinking. out. Yeah, yeah, which it's in his defense quote unquote it's he's probably thinking in his team it's like none of their business and you don't owe that like oh people yeah. anything so there he's going to address what he thinks is important mm-hmm. which was i didn't see here but like yeah you know you never know what else 
happened yeah. in terms of like their conversations and you know i mean this concept of like emotional cheating or mental cheating like really what is that like you need to break that down and it's really between like partners yeah like kind of the definition of that and what people are comfortable and not comfortable with but i mean like hopefully it's not anything like that's bad that she wouldn't continue her relationship with him yeah it's just the allegations that were made on the reunion which were what which were which what? were your your you're dating or seeing mm. a married MLB player. So this is what first came out on the yeah, reunion. Yeah, but these are people like... And then she goes, I never even met him. We, we just talk on the phone and we just if, text. Yeah, if that's the truth. Then that's, that's what she said. Yeah. And then from there on, they just hold a storyline of like, we never met up. So it's like, I don't know. No comment. I don't. And you don't know like what she knows and she also isn't going to come out and address it. It's Who, like, J-Lo? Yeah. Yeah, no, she's like, not going to say anything. Exactly. So She's not going to say anything until it's like gets worse, if it gets worse. Hopefully it doesn't get worse. Hopefully this is the extent of it. I don't want to hear about Madison with anyone anymore. This is the second guy in like two weeks that she's been supposedly seeing and I'm like, honestly, I'm over it. I don't know how this information keeps getting the fuck out. Keep your shit like to yourself, lady. Um. Okay. Next thing I want to talk about is this courtside Karen situation with LeBron James. So basically, <laughs> um, this chick tried to go at LeBron, and I thought it was fucking hilarious. Yeah, it was like really she funny. just looked like this fucking Barbie, just like running her mouth in the middle of a game. Um, I'm gonna read you what the New York Post said. Juliana Carlos became an internet sensation overnight after she heckled the NBA legend because he apparently exchanged words with her husband. She said. I don't have an issue with LeBron. I don't give a fuck about LeBron, Carlos said on Instagram after she has been she has been Chris, an avid LeBron hater, and two others were kicked out. Anyway, I'm minding my own business, drinking my beverage, having fun. All of a sudden, LeBron says something to my husband, and I see this, and I stand up, and I go, don't fucking talk to my husband. And he looks at me, and he goes, sit the fuck down, bitch. And I go, don't fucking call me a bitch. You sit the fuck down. Get the fuck out of here. Don't fucking talk to my husband like that. So this was the interaction. I don't know if he said sit the fuck down, bitch. I don't know. but that They said they reviewed like another like camera or whatever, and he didn't say that. I really highly doubt he said that. Like, I can see him saying, sit the fuck down. I don't yeah. think he called her a bitch. Yeah, and that whole interaction, the way you, is so juvenile. Like, it's this is, so, she's 25, I think. She looks so much older. I I'm know. I'm so sorry. I mean, it's like a lot of work. Anyways, I was so confused at first. I was like, who is her husband? Because I was like, because I'm like, is he a player on the team? Like, she got so bothered. I was yeah. like, is this, like, no, a he, like, fight hates on LeBron. the court? He just, like, goes to, he sits courtside at, like, all the games, and he hates LeBron. Oh, okay. I, re I realized. It's, like, I was a talking, legit hater. Like, yeah, I was talking yeah. to my, my friend, and he's like, no, he was just, like, like a fan sitting yeah. down. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, this makes it even more stupid. Yes. At first, I was like, oh, is she defending her, like, husband who's a player on the other team or something? And I'm like, no, that's not the case. I'm, I was so confused. I was like, girl, like. Come on, you guys are like our fans. Like, just sit and sit watch. Sit and like, like watch. Be a spectator. Yeah, I think that's that she, she got a lot of heat for it. She, people started calling her courtside Karen, which is like fucking and that's hilarious. So funny. Um, and then so she woke up the next day and she put this post out on her social media. She goes about last night to say things escalated quickly at yesterday games. Yesterday's game is an understatement, and I want to apologize for losing my cool and removing my mask in the heat of the moment. My husband is a huge sports fan, and we're passionate people, and let's be real, sports wouldn't be sports without a little trash talking. Yeah, to each other, bitch, not you. Yeah. It's like, what? <laughs> what should have been a quick back and forth between two adults got out of hand? Did I use offensive language when I could have taken the higher road? Yes. And and for these things, I take full responsibility. You know her husband was like, bitch, you got to get together. Like, we can't. <laughs> 
We're not going to get courtside she got, Yeah, she got mad. She's like, I got kicked out of a game and I pay season courtside tickets or whatever. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Um, and then I, I saw the video that she posted and she's like, I defended my husband. Like, you guys are whack wives. If like, you, like girlfriends or women, if you don't defend your husband. It's but like, like, this is a man's situation. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, not jumping into this. And like, I don't want a guy who I'm with to want me to do that. Yeah, you it, get what I'm saying? I think it depends on the situation. Yeah, like, like this, this wasn't was it. Read it. the room, first <laughs> yeah. of all. Also, like, he's at, he's, he's at work. Like, let's be clear. LeBron James is at work and you are harassing him. While he's working, I think it's actually crazy that people like and, and the the whole thing about like fandom is like a whole like thing of its own to me. People are like working hard. They are playing a sport and you have fans like it's one thing to be like boo or yeah or like get excited. But people actually like the word like what is it hackle whatever mm-hmm. is heckle heckle is like honestly like. A nice way of saying is a nice word because really like these people are a pain in the fucking ass like to talk shit to someone like imagine you're I know this is like obviously a stretch in a different story but you're in the middle of your work day and then you have this little fucking courtside Karen harassing you right like I mean people in customer service have that happen to them all the time like yes, at grocery exactly. stores and like, but we but we what do we we hate that we're yeah, like what the fuck course. are you doing whatever yeah, so she like, got that same heat yeah there's levels there's levels to it like leave people like let him play the fucking sport if you're like oh fuck man he scored again like okay be mad or like boo you can't like direct like curse people out in the middle of like they're literally working I don't know I just think it's crazy yeah and it was funny because in the um post game like interviews they were asking him about it and he was like I missed fans he's like I missed that interaction (laughs) like that like kind of fuels him and stuff which is yeah but if you say the wrong thing back to them for sure now you are like penalized you are now have to pay a fine like yeah I'm not encouraging it by any means I'm just saying it's interesting that obviously it didn't bother him like that I mean it might have he might just be like I don't Whatever, think so. Yeah. He's used to that. He deals with that on the court all the time. Like he's not pressed about that interaction as much yeah. as she is because she came out looking like like you just described. Like she didn't. That was not her place. Yeah. Like to him, it's kind of a roll off the shoulder. Like he doesn't really like yeah. care. He's used to that. He's the most probably one of the most hated athletes. I think this is one of the first times that you really not one of the first times, but I've never really watched. Uh, I mean, I guess it happens, but a lot of the time fans don't really get like ejected from games for like saying things like that like it has to be really bad you have to like and most of the times you're like removed from a like sporting event between like fights between fans yeah Yeah. not like directly (laughs) yeah yeah so and like Mm -hmm. basketball is one of those like that's like kind of the beauty and like the curse of courtside like you're super close to the players like you're not that close in baseball you're not that close in football like like basketball you're right there you're not that close in soccer yeah hockey no, but hockey fans are crazy. Yeah, hockey fans are crazy. Yo, they like bang what? on the like. Yeah. Even hockey players are like. Yes. They like bang on the glass or like. They're it's so kinda, crazy. Yeah. Should we go to a hockey game? I want to. That could be interesting. They had hockey games at the Staples Center. Huh, I don't know anything about hockey, so maybe. Me neither. Whatever. Looks like a good time. Yeah. Let's think about it. Um. <laughs> anyway, the last uh, story or topic. What is the topic? The last thing. The last topic. It's a story. Okay. The last story in um, Talkworthy is about this man named Morgan Wallen. Um, He is a country singer who was out with his friends and he got really fucking drunk, I guess. He came home and he was outside of his house like being super rowdy, screaming all kinds of like slurs. um, And it woke up his neighbors and there's a bunch of videos coming out. Some of from like his neighbor's ring doorbell cameras and some of his like neighbors actually recording on the phone. 
Like he was being super inconsiderate and he said the N word. And this is a white country singer, okay? So he was talking to um, one of his friends who I believe was white from the video, he appeared white. And he said, take this pussy ass N word home. Um, he did issue an apology. It was like three sentences. It didn't appear very sincere to me. His record label dropped him. Um, the country music, like radio stations decided not to play his music anymore, which I thought was like really crazy because they did it really fast. This happened like within a day or two that all, all of this happened. Um, so there's a lot of obviously problems with this. Like I'm thinking to myself, like, okay, maybe he's like, doesn't have black friends. Maybe he's ignorant. Like, that he thinks that he can like casually use this word. But like everything that happened last summer, I would think that at this point, people would be like a little bit more educated where they don't, like who told you or who gave you the right to like casually use this word where it holds like so much pain and like trauma for a lot of people. Like what the fuck? So I don't know. Obviously it was like very offensive. Well, I saw, um, this article came out, and according to People Magazine, the NAACP is offering Morgan Wallen a chance to educate him educate him on race after he was caught using the N-word in a video recorded by his Nashville neighbors and obtained by TMZ. On Thursday, the Nashville branch of the NAACP said it was willing to inform and educate the 27-year-old country singer about the magnitude of his actions. Even when you look at the other words that were spoken, that one has a certain venom to it that he, uh, that the words just don't have, uh, said attorney and Nashville NAACP president Cheryl Gwynn, I believe her name is, or Gwynn, I don't know, because he was such a prominent celebrity and an, and an artist here in Nashville, I mean, he's living here, we would love for him to have that conversation with us, we invite him to come and have the conversation with us here, that's what she said, so there's mixed reviews on this, a lot of people were saying in the comment section, like, especially black people, they don't agree with this, they said that, why is it up to the black community to have to educate people, like, time and time again, um, and I, I agreed with that to a certain extent, I think that, like, Again, it's 2021. At this point, why do we still have to sit down with a white person and try to explain to them how something as like something as like obvious as using the N-word when you are not black, like problematic? So I agree with that. But I've always, always come from a place of like, you know, uh, grace and trying to like build understanding and conversation. Like, yes, he's 27 years old, so he is old enough to know better. However, he is still young enough to be able to change the way that he uh, converses, speaks to people, the way that he thinks about life. There's still room and time for him to change his perspective. And I think that maybe this conversation to educate him on how problematic this is, is a good idea because I think that there is a lack of diversity in the country music and maybe again like he's just ignorant to it he also lives in nashville like these are all things i'm not trying to make excuses for him but i do see where there's room for education um so i'm not saying we forgive him and give him his fucking record label back but i actually don't disagree with the naacp when they say they want to like have a conversation with this man and educate them because i think that conversations are important and, and if we are saying that we want people to like understand the the pain and the trauma and the, everything that the black community or you know just yeah the black and brown community has gone through in this country i think that having a conversation is one way forward as well so i don't know yeah, I mean, I think 
he's definitely like entitled and his 100%. entitlement kind of just let that word like slip Casual. whether it was like it's not yeah. a slip if, if he used it that way that means he's using it like no I'm when I say that like consciously like uh-huh. you're yes, just it consciously. can slip off your tongue mm-hmm. just like that like you have no problem mm-hmm. so it's definitely just another example of like white entitlement and he doesn't you know what I mean really care or understand yeah. to, to what you're saying in terms of the NAACP like inviting him to come and like speak with them I think that that is amazing and kind of like the only way to move forward at this yeah. point and if they're and this is why these institutions are put into place and if there are people in the black and African-American community who like want to work at who these places willing, yeah. who, who are on the boards of these places who run these places mm-hmm. who want to do that work like those are the people like kind of to me like those are the heroes and like the people because it is a lot of like pain and work and it takes time and energy but that's why those institutions it's exhausting like we yeah have to tell you that's this. why like yeah people yeah. who love this topic and want to mm-hmm. like further this topic and like just like the situation help people understand like history and the importance of like words and like the black uh, struggle and mm-hmm. strife and what like yeah and understand like what um is appropriate and not appropriate like mm-hmm. of course you would hope and that people know that by now, but it's obviously the case that they don't. And so it's like, what are we going to do from here? How are we going to move forward? And if people want to work at these places and do this work, like that's amazing. And I commend them. And I don't like, cause the only other option for the people, like I understand the, like you're saying what you were saying, the same point as to these people who are saying like, why is it the black community's responsibility? Mm -hmm. And I completely hear that and agree with that. But at the same time, like white people aren't going to do this. Like they're not just going to like, not in big uh, um, like in big quantity like there yeah. are one two three people there who but do then also this work. like do we want white people speaking for the black pain like actually we don't yeah. i actually don't want to see yeah that, but so. they do like bring light to it yeah. and like bring awareness to it so it's like yeah. unfortunately like to move forward this work does need to be done and just kind of like support whether it's financially monetarily or time or like emotional support if like because like my life coaches um the head of an and one of the NAACP chapters in San Pedro. So mm-hmm. like she's doing this in her volunteer time. Like this is like in like it's on volunteer basis. So yeah. like support those people emotionally, like donate to these organizations. Like, yeah, I don't think it's everybody's um, responsibility, but for the people who do want to do it, just like support them because yeah. it needs to be done. There's like, what is the other option at this point? Yeah, that's true. Exactly. Um, well, yeah, that's all I have. We're talkworthy. All right. Moving on. Let's get to the fun part here, guys. Um, in honor of Valentine's Day and Valentine's Week, this Dropping Jump segment is going to be focused on Valentine's. So um, I'm going to share some of my like Valentine's memories and recapping, and I'm going to recap some of the answers that I asked on Instagram. I had some polls and I had some questions, and you guys really like participated. It's so funny. I think I need to do these more often. I'm not going to read anyone's like names or anything. I'm not going to out anyone, but thank you so much for participating because you just like really gave me a dropping gem segment. Um, so let's just get straight to it. The first question I asked is: Is Valentine's Day a woman's holiday? Okay. of people voted yes, and 44% voted no. I thought the people that voted yes were going to be like a bunch of women. Actually, there was so many men that voted yes, it is a woman's holiday. Um, And I have to uh, agree with that. Actually, I think this is one double standard that's in our favor. (laughs) Like, I think it definitely is like a holiday for the women. I think men um, plan the dates, you know, they plan like 
they get the flowers. And I think women, I don't know. I mean, every, everyone's different, but most people, I guess, do like the lingerie thing. I don't know. But um, I definitely think it's a holiday geared for women. So I agree. Do you have an opinion? Yeah, I do think it's a women's holiday and yeah. I'm not like... I'm not mad at it. Oh, here's this is why we're different. I was like, I'm not proud of it. Like, I don't I give don't, a fuck. Yeah. I don't care at all. No, I'm like, I don't like the like consumerism and materialism behind it and this one specific day. Mm-hmm. Like take this energy and like put it throughout your entire like for sure. relationship and you're life. Get, you're getting ahead of yourself. Yeah, we're going to talk about I that at the end. I knew you were going to say that. But um, okay, that's all I have to say. Yeah, like, okay. I do agree. It is a women's holiday. Okay. Question number two. Do you still ask someone if they will be your Valentine? 32% of people said yes. 68% of people said no. Um, I actually think that you should always ask someone to be your Valentine, and this is why. I think that even if you're in a relationship or in a marriage, I just think it's like a youthful, cute thing to do. Um, it's just like exciting. It reminds you back of like days when you were like young and like happy and like in love. And it, I think it's like a cute thing to do if you're in a relationship or if you're married. If you are talking in the talking stages with someone and you are not exclusive and you're trying to figure out like if you're going to spend Valentine's Day with this person, I actually think like if it's your valent- first Valentine's Day with somebody, you should ask them, will you be my Valentine? Like how else do you ask them? yo, what are we doing on Sunday? Like, you want to hang out on Sunday? Like, I don't know. I think that's weird. Um, I just think it's a cute thing to do. I think Lena thinks it's probably juvenile in her mind. But to me, I think it's cute. I think it's youthful. I think um, it's just, yeah, it's like once a year and you do this like one cute thing. So I'm actually not against it. I don't know. (laughs) I think it's cute. Yeah, I don't like it. I think it's stupid. (laughs) Well, so what are you supposed to do when you're talking to someone? What does be my Valentine mean? Will you spend Valentine's Day with me? Just that one day? Like, that doesn't... No. What do you mean no? So if you are talking to two different people... Like, that's what I'm saying. I don't don't understand this because I don't have these types of problems. I don't talk to... We're talking about people in general. If you are are dating... I would say... If you're dating people... I'm 28. I would want someone to say, do you want to go out to dinner on Valentine's Day? That's what I would want someone to say to me. I would not want a grown man to tell me, will you be my Valentine? I think it's cute. Like a cute little I, card I or agree. something. I think it's actually so no, cute. I agree. I get your perspective, but that how I would want to be approached is not that way. Sure. But I do see how it's lighthearted and fun yeah, and cute. But like, I I'm, do. people tell me I'm very serious. So like, I do think you're very yeah, serious. So I don't like find anything like heartwarming about that. Like if someone sent me flowers on that day, like that type of like heartwarming thing I would like, but like, will you be my Valentine? Like I would literally roll my eyes in their face. Oh my God. You're the fucking Grinch. Yeah. The Grinch of Valentine. (laughs) Like it's, I like the like going to dinner and like, I like, I understand those things. I like the quality time and like something special. And like, I like, I like surprises and planning things, Mm -hmm. but like, I don't buy into the whole Valentine part of it. I like the like, um, intentions behind Mm -hmm. it. I see. Okay. All right, the third question was, Valentine's date, stay in or go out? 68% of people said stay in. 32% of people said go out. Um, I wonder why they said stay in. Well, I first of all, that. You, I think some, well, it depends. Sometimes people spend less money if they stay in. So yeah. a lot of people probably think about that. I was going to like later in the night. The, uh, no, like you could go home. Yeah, yeah. I think you're, wow, your mind just went all the way left. Um. <laughs> Okay, so here's how I feel. I have been both in and out, and I think that it could become a little bit of a hassle to go out on Valentine's Day because everyone is, like, out on Valentine's Day, right? Like, it's crowded or whatever. So I get that part of it. But I do think that, like, 
if you're in a relationship, you're usually in the house, I feel like, all the time. So I actually don't think it's a bad idea to go out. Now, if you want to stay in, you have to make it grand. Like, we can't just be like, okay, I'm just going to, like, uh, make this, like, quick pasta or whatever. Or, like, oh, let's just, like, order food. Like, it's just, where is where where is the grand anything? Where is the effort? Like, we, I need a little more effort here, right? So I get it. But And actually, one a guy DM'd me, and he said, you got to go out. It's not a date if you don't at least go to breakfast, lunch, or dinner on that day. You can definitely do something special and sweet inside, though. But we should go out at some point. I, I like thought that, that was interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I was. I totally agree with you. Like, if you're going to stay in, then you need to, like, go all out. Yeah. Like, there's no point to stay in if you're not going to make it special and, like, bring stuff in and, like, yeah. decorate and, like, do, like, roses and, like, have, yeah. like, a nice, like, meal cooked or whatever the case may be. I like going out to dinner, so mm-hmm. I would personally, like, choose go yeah, out. Yeah, because you dress up. Yeah, and, like, yeah it's exactly. Fun. But, like, I would also like a planned, like, wherever it may... Like, I think when people say stay in, I think I'm understanding that like like they like the intimacy and the mm-hmm. privacy of staying in rather than being in like a crowded restaurant yeah so i get what they're saying there so like whether you like i mean you can be bougie like the way i would see it is like rent like a place like you know what i mean like it depends on how much you like want to do for valentine's yeah. day but like you could like like a rooftop dinner or something yeah exactly yeah. or like, like even, a chef yeah yeah exactly you just yeah i get it you i had, i, I so had you better tell whoever <laughs> He's going to be my Valentine at one point that that's what I want. Which I thought you didn't want a Valentine. Now she wanted a Valentine. Okay, hold on. We're moving no, on. I want the dinner and the effort. I don't, I don't need want, you to be like, Will You don't you need be the my, question. Yeah. Got it. Um, okay. Um, mm, I have a thought about that, actually. An off-air thought? No, I'm just kidding. I think that when it's coming from the right person, you want it. Will and you I, be yes. my Valentine? Yeah, yes, and I'm going to tell you why. Because I had this like, and I, God, I wanted to talk about this on like a, a, a podcast and I'll actually get to it eventually, but I'll give everyone a snippet. I always used to say, I don't want a big proposal. I don't want mm. anything. I want to wake up with a ring on my finger. I don't want that corny oh, shit. Yeah. Don't even ask me. And then you start realizing like, no, 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 like, that would be nice if it's coming from someone who like makes you feel that way or like makes you feel excited that way. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I think that if anything is coming from the right person, then you, you're going to like it. So actually, you just made me think of something too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I probably would like it. But the reason I just realized why I don't like it, I don't like it because I think it's generic and it's not like special to me. Mm-hmm. So if someone like did something of that. A gesture yeah, with the question. Exa- of course, or, some, yes. or something, not even a gesture, but just like tweaking like mm-hmm. the words around it or adding like a little bit extra or to it. Or asking you in Arabic. <laughs> No, we're not doing Arab boyfriends. Me and your mom talked about this. He doesn't have to be Arab. He could just ask you in Arabic because you speak Arabic. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like something, yeah, exactly personal to me for sure. That would make me feel special. But just like the generic question is kind of like, okay. Yeah, you're over it. Yeah. Okay. Um, The next one I have is gifts. I put, so I did like, this is like a far range because I didn't like, wasn't really thinking, but I I just did like two examples. So flowers, bear, candy, or jewelry. 51% of people said like the flowers, bear, and candy, and 49% of people said jewelry. So honestly, like, it's almost half and half. Um, I think it depends on like, where where you are in your situation ship or your relationship. Um, I definitely think that if you're in the talking stages or like the early stages, like yeah, you can do just like the flowers, whatever. But also, like I'm a grown ass woman, like I don't need a fucking teddy bear. So like maybe not. I don't know. Like I, it depends. I guess it depends. Like if you got it, like if you got it, flaunt it, right? Like if the guy has it, 
Yeah, I mean, if he has it and then he can get you it. an extra large teddy bear with your hundreds and thousands of flowers, Literally, you're going to want that teddy bear. I don't bear. want that fucking teddy bear because what am I going to do with it? Like, <laughs> Take I don't, a picture with it. I don't need the bear because I'm never going to use it. So, like, I don't want it. Give me something that I'm going to wear, I'm going to like, like, that side of it. And, um, and yeah, and I think that if you have been together or you're married, like, yeah, you should probably, like, jewelry is always, like, never I mean, it. I think there's, I know you put, like, two, and there's, there's sentimental, wide... yeah, like, someone was, like, a book, somebody was, like, a yeah, this, like, there's definitely, anything. Of and course, then there's, like, yeah. such a wide range of, like, gifts that you can mm-hmm. give. It could be something that your partner wanted. It could be something, like, unique yeah. to them or special or, yeah, like, something Well, my that friend told something. me one year, like, she mentioned that, like, she mentioned to her boyfriend, not even on Valentine's Day, like, way before that, like, oh, I want, I don't can't remember what it was. It must have been, like, a, like a rice cooker or some shit. Like, it mm-hmm. was something like that. Just, like, she was like, oh, yeah, I think I oh, want a rice cooker. This, yeah. He got her, or, like, a rice cooker for Valentine's that Day. Is it's n- like, bro. No, that's not Read right. the room. Yeah. Like, this is not the holiday that's for that. the wrong holiday. It's the wrong holiday. It needs to be something, like, That's like a Tuesday. Yeah, like just buy me one and so I can make rice with it. That's a Tuesday. Please don't give me that for my birthday or like International Women's Day or like Christmas. Like just give me that on a Tuesday. Yeah, but like, yeah, it just needs to be something special. It can be like here's like a laptop so you can like start writing poems that you're like want to write. Like do you know what I mean? It needs to be something that's like meaningful and that like you put like thought in. But like the range of gifts can be like very wide. I mean, I remember in college – there was this guy who liked me and he got me like my favorite type of, he got me Reese's mm-hmm. and like, I love Reese's and he got me like some like kind of pajama things from like that were like nice from Victoria's Secret. And it was like, it was nice. It was very like unexpected for yeah. me, but yeah. like we're still friends and like it was something just because that was like the holiday yeah. time and like there was some other like um, candy in it, but like we're like thinking of things that I could like use, like wear pajamas. Yeah. Or, like, this is my favorite chocolate. So I think as you get older, like you can't, you have to get like a gift, like some sort of a gift. Like it can't be like teddy bears and chocolate. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I think that's like where. Or even like, I don't know, for me, like it wouldn't need to, like if we went out to dinner and you like plan like a mm-hmm. huge surprise, I think it depends on like your love language. Like that's in like. And it depends how long you've been dating someone. Like if it's like a, yeah. a, a new. But I'm even saying like person. if I'm like married to someone and like he plans a dinner and like mm-hmm. this elaborate dinner, that would mean more to me like all the time that you took to plan this. That's I don't so nice. Need, like, I still want a gift. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I don't need a gift no, on no, top of I that. I needed like, both. It's my holiday. <laughs> you better be listening whoever's gonna be with Milana no I literally need it all <laughs> give everything I mean yeah happy wife happy not? life um so yeah that was cool the the fourth question I asked was overall spending two dollar signs or four dollar signs and I realized I probably should have done one dollar sign and three dollar signs because I feel like the two and the four like four is a lot you know like I should have done one and three but 78% of people said $2 signs, and then 22% of people said $4 signs. And my sister DM me and said, your followers are cheap. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. Low key. Um, I don't really know what to say about that, because I don't, I guess. I, I don't, don't think it, like, again, I don't but think But it's overall it does... spending, like dinner. I know, but to me, again, it doesn't. This. It also depends on your situation. What yeah, is like, $2 signs to you, yeah. and what is 4 to you? No, but I mean, like, it doesn't. I don't think the dollar amount actually is, like, as important as how much effort and time and, like, mm-hmm. thoughtfulness has, like, been put in it. And I think you can, like, for, like, the poll that Milana did, you could, like, Milana did, you can replace the dollar sign with, like, how much effort are you going to, like, be mm-hmm. put, putting into it? Um, because, like, it, yeah, you can put, like, a little bit of effort and kind of be, like, half-assed and, like, lazy mm-hmm. or you can kind of, like put a lot of like thought and effort into it so I think like that's a better way to look at it but I'm not yeah if you have the means like of course like like use it but like people who may not have that kind of money like you can still make it special yeah 
Okay, good point. Um, all right, so then I asked two questions for you guys to fill in. I'm not going to read all the answers. There was like a lot of responses. I'm just going to read a couple that like caught my attention. I said, tell me about your favorite Valentine's memory. Somebody said, my date picked me up in a limo with roses all inside and took me wine tasting in Napa. That's my fucking dream because I want to go to Napa so fucking bad. And You've I just- have been wanting to go to Napa I know. since last year. And every time I want to go, nobody wants to go with me. I told you I want to go, but we couldn't go because of COVID. Oh, yeah, yeah. You've so, been, you were yeah, saying yeah. that last year. Yes. Yeah. So like, that is my dream. Picture up in the yeah. fucking with limo i mean do people still get in limos i don't know but Still, a bunch of see, roses but that's something yeah. like oh that's old school but it's cute i'll like, take it yeah and then what's a napa like that's the perfect valentine's day i don't know i love that and um, that's like a day date idea like during the day but it goes into night yeah like could, no one yeah. just goes to napa i'm yeah, sure they got on a flight yeah you can go into night but like it's yes. a different type of date it's not a traditional like nighttime yeah, dinner yeah, date. Yeah, like yeah. they put different like thoughts thoughts into it um then someone said a surprise trip to monterey bay i'm going to talk about a surprise trip because the next one said um i was picked up for dinner fell asleep during the car ride woke up in vegas i had mentioned before that i'd never been six Mm. years later we're married with a dog and a baby okay i fucking love that too however i'm not like a huge fan of surprises like i like surprises but i just i like to be prepared in life so like if somebody was gonna take me to napa or vegas or monterey bay as a surprise and didn't tell me to like pack like, you don't have to tell me where we're going, but, like, tell me to pack. Because otherwise, like, are you going to buy me my toiletries, my makeup, my... Yeah, that's kind of the fun of it sometimes. My, like, underwear, like, all of my shit. Are you going to purchase this for me? Because I'm there for the weekend, I presume. So, like, what am I supposed to do with this one outfit? Yeah, hopefully you're with someone where you can go and when and you just get do, there, yeah. go shopping. I know, but, like, makeup is hard. <laughs> so, like, you know, like, that's a hard thing to purchase. Yeah, I think they definitely but need to say, like, say we're going yeah. somewhere or, like, you need to, like... Be prepared to purchase or like pack my shit for me, but like know what you're packing, you know? So I thought that was cool. I I, I like that idea. And the funniest one that I received was when I said, what's your favorite Valentine's memory? Someone said having a boyfriend and I literally just died because like, I feel you. Like I had one for five years and now I don't. So like that was a great memory. (laughs) I agree. Um, And then I asked, tell me about your worst Valentine's memory. And here are a few. Oh God, God bless you guys. Um, number one he took me to a baseball game that his uh, no sorry he took me to a basketball game that his ex-girlfriend was in a girl's basketball game? i guess so it's interesting bro okay <laughs> the next fucking trifling um went to pick up gifts i ordered and she claimed i was leaving to see a girl and argued but where were you though like, okay, you really- <laughs> you're always like I'm really skeptical, man. I don't know. Yeah. I don't be trusted nobody. People are so sneaky. But like, that's fucked up to argue on Valentine's Day. Um, what if he was just trying to get her gifts? Should he? I don't. I don't know this man. Um. Okay. When not gonna say the name. When blank took me to Panda Express in Tahunga, I was wearing heels. <laughs> Wait, we can't laugh at not, someone else's pain. Not Panda, though. You can laugh at this person's pain. You know her. Not Panda Express in Tahunga. <laughs> I hate Panda Express. Actually, I hate Panda Express actually, on a regular day. I actually love Panda Express. I know. It's but I'm disgusting. Like, I don't want to eat that on Valentine's that. Day. Or actually, I never want to physically eat there at all. Like, I want to get it to go. But now I'm there in no, heels in the nasty. city of Tahunga. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Another one. What is your worst memory? <clears throat> Found, okay, I actually have two similar. Found out my ex was cheating on me on Valentine's Day through a dream. Okay, just oh. hold that thought. The next one, I caught him cheating. Okay, so what this I is read the these, same person? No, this is a different oh, person. Okay. And th- there was a couple of these like worst Valentine's memory. Found out he was cheating. And actually, I think that 
and I said this in the beginning, oh, yeah. I think that Valentine's Day is like a great day to figure out uh, how serious you are with someone. And it's a great day to figure out if you're getting cheated on. Because like, why aren't we together on Valentine's Day? Where are you at? Who are you with? What are you doing? And if you're not with that other person, then they're probably out with somebody else. And you can probably take that as you are not as serious as you thought you were or you're being cheated on. So I think actually Valentine's Day is a great day to figure out if you're being cheated on. If you are wondering if you mean something to someone or if you are being cheated on, February 14th is the fucking day for you, okay? And I'm sorry in advance. Um, yeah, so those are the questions I asked. Now I'm gonna talk about my uh, favorite Valentine's Day. So I was thinking about this and I don't know, I've had like interesting experiences. I've had out, I've had in. One that I really liked was, um, after me and, you know, my ex were, like, comfortable with each other. It's like, I it was, like, you know, our third Valentine's Day at that point. Like, we were tired of going out. We went to, like, have a spa day, and then we picked up food to go. Because, like, after a spa day, you're not going to go to a restaurant. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, you're all clean. You're not going to, like, get dressed. So that was, like, a good one. I think my favorite Valentine's date was a sushi-making night because sushi's my favorite food. So See? it was, special. like, yeah, it was special, but it was, like, very well planned, right? There was like all of the food was there, all of the fishy options, all of the tools needed to roll sushi, to make sushi, all of the stuff needed for like sake. So there was like the sake shot glasses, oh, everything nice. was there, flowers, you know, all the other stuff was there. So I think, and it was fun. Like I've never made sushi before. So mm -hmm. like I thought that was interesting. I mean, I don't really want to work on Valentine's Day to be honest with you, <laughs> but it was, I would say it was the most memorable one because we like really got to know each other and we had like a fun time. Like it was fun. It wasn't mm -hmm. just like, staring at each other eat across the table like we had a good time even though it was I don't like mind. an activity like yeah. you were doing something together yeah so that was probably I would say my favorite one and then an, uh, another uh, I guess honorable mention I don't know um so I talked about this last week my ex who passed away um we were on and off for seven years and we actually never spent Valentine's Day together because we were always fighting um around that time and Valentine's Day is his birthday and our first and last Valentine's Day that we spent together was like the first one we ever spent together was the last one we spent together. Um, it was his birthday and like we went to dinner and it was just like us in like our adult years, like we were older at this point. Um, and yeah, we just like talked and you know, I was like pretending to be mad at him and I was always mad at him. So like, I was like, you know, whatever. We were like being very playful and like he got me a necklace and it was just like a really nice like night. So that was like a uh, one that I cherish forever and that memory stays with me. Um, and then... I received a lot of gifts around like Valentine's Day, but one thing that I really liked is um, someone who like put thought into a gift and like obviously like gifts are great, but one guy made me a custom card, which I thought was like so nice. It's not oh, like they bought cute. a card. He made, he had a card made with our photos, like all of our photos you printed. You like that kind of stuff too. Like you do that for people yeah. too. Yeah. And the writing wasn't like, he didn't, he didn't write it. He had it like typed and like, it was like a printed card, which like, I'm like, oh, like that takes time. Yeah. So like you planned this, like you thought about this. So like, that was nice too. My worst Valentine's memory. Um, I mean, it's a weird one. <laughs> so I had just started talking to someone and they were out of town filming a movie. So I'm like, well, I don't really like owe anything to that person like I just met him so like if someone asked me to be their, their valentine like I, I'll consider it so this guy that I knew asked me like to spend valentine's day with him and I like oh, I don't really like him but I don't want to give him the wrong idea but like we're cool like we're friendly so I was like yeah like we can hang out on valentine's day and um he was like trying to take me to a nice restaurant I'm like I really don't want him to get a wrong the wrong idea and I go 
you know the all-star game is is today because it's always all-star weekend around valentine's weekend and he's like yeah i'm like let's just go to buffalo wild wings <laughs> that was your idea yes because <laughs> i like didn't want to be like bored on valentine's day like a lot it was a weekend yeah but i also didn't want to do anything romantic with this Mm -hmm. person so like he got me like flowers and stuff like just like sitting next to my ranch dressing at the hilarious (laughs) i remember this too i remember the story i wonder where he is and how he's doing he he was not fucking with me he unfollowed me i get unfollowed a lot Oh my god. Okay, so that was like my worst Valentine's memory. And I want to leave you guys off with these two things about Valentine's Day. I might have said this last year, I don't remember, but it is a reminder to anyone and everyone who is listening. Um if you don't have a Valentine, please don't try to ruin it for everyone. Like, you know, people are always saying like it's not a real holiday, it's a scam for people to spend money. Yes. Well, we all know that this is very true. I think we all can agree to that. Um I think that that's just like a bunch of negativity because for some people who especially have been in long relationships or like marriages, they tend to get comfortable and they don't do, you know, exciting things. And this day specifically kind of pushes people and challenges people to be a little bit romantic, to, you know, kind of rekindle maybe some of that romance, try to, you know, step out of your comfort zone and do something for somebody else. So I actually think that it is a great day for especially married people or people who have been in long relationships because it's a reminder like, oh shit, like I need to step up my game, get my shit together, rekindle this romance, whatever. And I think it's an exciting, like, you know, I said earlier, it's youthful, it's exciting. It reminds you of, like, being young again. I used to love getting Valentine's grams in, like, school. Like, you can, like, we used to sell them. I was in Mm -hmm. leadership, and I would, you know, we would sell them. I would get them. I would send them to friends. People would send them to me. And it was just, like, it reminds me of being, like, young and just, like, you know, youthful and happy, and it's, like, an exciting day. So I don't think we should read too much into, like, we know that it's, like, a made-up holiday that, like, want they want us to spend money and we, we get it but like let's not remind everyone every single year on twitter it is like the same fucking conversation like let's not be the grinch of valentine like i'm not let's just be, i love love good i'm glad you do so that's that's one thing that i want to say and then the second thing i want to say is don't feel bad if you don't have a valentine because um yes it is a made up holiday <laughs> you'll be her. fine you'll be fine um and you know if you can learn anything from my Buffalo Wild Wings experience is like, don't really spend it with someone who you don't really care to spend it with. I mean, like you can, if you want, like a girl's got to eat, but like, <laughs> basically think, don't be thirsty. Don't be thirsty. Um, like and, it's, you can make it like what it is. Yeah. Like you can, we've said, we said it last year, like you can do something with your girlfriends. Yes, you can yes. do like a Galentine's. Yeah. Like don't force a situation just to say, just you to did, say you did, did something, something on Valentine's. Yeah. You'll get like, an extra girlfriend. You yeah. can like do something with yourself. Like you can like go to a spa day yourself, mm-hmm. treat yourself, treat yourself. I was just going to say like my favorite memory of Valentine's day was actually last year because me and my sister traveled to Egypt and mm-hmm. we were with like all of like my dad's side of the family. And we went to like a new place in Egypt and we like traveled a lot in Egypt. We went to the Red Sea and we were at this nice resort and I was with like my family, my cousins, my aunts, my uncles. And then we had dinner and then we like sat outside and we were like drinking tea and we literally all went around and said like what we love about each other. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah. And we have it like on video and like I remember just being there and being like, so thankful and grateful because like I love my family and it's just like hard like living away from yeah. them and we're all like really close so like everyone said like what's their favorite like thing and like what they love about each of the family members mm-hmm. at the table and then we did the ones that like weren't there and it's just like you can make it whatever it is like to me it's like mm-hmm. about love it's not about like having a traditional like partner like 
and making it official like on this day yeah. and like all this kind of stuff it's just like it doesn't have mm, to be like a ro- like a romantic love like, it can be like just just yeah. love in general like yeah. your parents like yeah. whatever your, yeah your friends siblings, your yeah. siblings and so like your or your family and so i was like wow dogs. like yeah and i was like there and i was like this gave me like a new perspective of it and i just like enjoyed it like i had such a good time there yeah so like i always remember that and like tell people like you can it's just like pr- practicing love and yeah. like to me that holiday is about love it's not about who it's just it could be anybody yeah that's nice i yeah, like that that's it was really point. fun i can't remember whose idea it was it might have been like my aunts or my sisters that's cute yeah it's a good idea <laughs> well yeah i hope you guys have a great valentine's day a great week um i don't know just celebrate love and be happy and you know I don't know, be open to receiving love. I think that's important too. I think a lot of mm-hmm. people aren't open to receiving love. And I think if you love yourself and you are open to it, it will come. I think a lot of people look for it. Like, let's not look for it. Let's make it, I mean, you can still have your dating apps. Doesn't mean you're like really <laughs> looking for it, like desperate for it. You can be on a dating app. But let's not like desperately look for it and then we find something that is not meant for us, you know? So, um, yeah, just be open, love yourself, love each other, and happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Thank you. Bye.